And we'd like to say hi to all of the Blackhawks fans back in Chicago at the Salt Shed. The Blackhawks fans here tonight and all the Blackhawks fans watching around the world. And with the first overall selection in the 2023 NHL Draft, the Chicago Blackhawks are very proud to select from the Regina Pats, the Western Hockey League, Connor Bedard. It's an unbelievable feeling um, to be here with my family and friends and uh, get to hear my name be called and experience that, especially you know, with such a such a storied organization and and uh, you know everything I've heard about the city, the people there is nothing but positive. So, can't wait for that. And uh, very thankful that you know the staff, Kyle and you know Luke, everyone put their put their faith in me with that pick. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. I'm I'm just uh, you know glad to be through round one. Uh, have Connor as a Blackhawk, and then honestly to add Oliver Moore. Um, it's so cliche, like. You know, we didn't think he was going to be there, blah, 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 blah. But no, no, even it wasn't even a scenario we thought of that sticking at 19 we would get Oliver Moore. And so um, I I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited right now. Kudos to all the Chicago Blackhawks fans that didn't hold back and pre-ordered Connor Bedard sweaters wearing the number 98 in Blackhawks red. Even though Vegas wouldn't allow other odds for anyone else to be drafted by the Blackhawks, there was still maybe some worry that it wouldn't happen, and there was clearly some wonder if maybe that won't be his number. But not often do we see a player don a jersey in a draft with a specific number other than the year that they're drafted. But that's just how unique this NHL draft was. And I am a fan of how that all went down. Once the Blackhawks landed the first overall pick, Connor Bedard couldn't talk about Chicago. He couldn't talk about the Blackhawks. He did a good job of following protocol and not upsetting the league. But also, maybe that just helps him kind of go through this motion and embrace the moment that he deserves of being drafted by a team. And even if you lose the mysteriousness of who's going to pick me, a lot of people would see that as a luxury, but it's also part of the whole process. Now that he's officially a Blackhawk, he even said he's glad he doesn't have to deny signing Blackhawks things anymore. Just wait until you hear the one clip that Kyle Davidson has about Connor Bedard and just does a very good job of encapsulating everything that he's about. But as great as he is on the ice, we've heard from coaches. And what I think is the most moving is from former teammates about how good of a person he is and how good of a teammate that he is. Well, here's three clips specifically of what he said after being drafted by the Blackhawks that I think help support that notion. It starts with the question about how he feels he will deal with pressure heading to a Chicago team that is hoping that he can just accelerate this rebuild. Yeah, I mean, I've had kind of a gradual growth of uh, exposure and pressure, like you said, for the last five, six years. So uh, I think that's been good for me. It wasn't a kind of overnight thing. And, um, you know, I'm not not focused on kind of outside expectations. You know, I'm going to be focused on, you know, my teammates, coaches, family, everyone there, the staff, and, and trying to win hockey games and try to be the best player I can be. And even though everyone expects him to be in a Blackhawks sweater on October 10th against the Pittsburgh Penguins, which, by the way, he wasn't allowing himself to look at the Blackhawks' schedule because he wanted it to be a bit of a surprise. Again, going back to my 
idea that that also is part of the process he probably wanted while being drafted. Anyway, he's keeping a pretty realistic approach of jumping from the WHL into the NHL. It's hard to say. I've never never played a game there or anything. I think for me it's all about you know having having a good rest of the summer and trying to prepare myself as best I can to you know of course try to make the team and um, you know it's really hard to say. Uh, you know what I have to do to to play to play well there because it's uh, you know it's different league. I've never experienced that. So obviously, as the best player in the world, it, it wouldn't be easy. But uh, I'm going to do whatever I can, obviously, this summer and, and moving forward to try to try to have an impact in, in the league. Not only that, he's not putting a bunch of predictions or pressure on himself entering into his first year. Right now, it's more kind of just having a good rest of the summer, training and getting better where I need to get better, and going into camp, trying to have a good camp and make, make the team. So uh, I think if all that goes well, then kind of start setting some goals there. I, I like to set a few goals, but uh, personally right now, it's just have a good have a good summer, kind of, you know, I'm really excited for development camp here and uh, getting to know some people. So uh, it's all about kind of making the team in uh, September. And I'm sure Hawks fans will like this one. Even though he was a little bit younger when the Hawks were winning their three Stanley Cups, he does still have a pretty good idea of what great hockey at the United Center can be like. It's incredible. I can't put it into words. Uh, growing up, and you know, obviously that was when they were going on their runs, winning, winning the Cups, and you know, you, you watch a lot of them. And you see, you know, the United Center going crazy, and all of Chicago getting behind them, and you know, original six, and so much history here. So, like I said, I really can't put it into words, and you know, I'm so happy to be to be part of the Blackhawks organization. So, even though Connor Bedard was one of the happiest guys there today, I don't think there was anyone happier than Kyle Davidson. You heard it in the original clip of this podcast. But here's what he had to say when he finally had an opportunity to just ooze about Connor Bedard. I think just how great he wants to be. He he, he wants to be great. Uh, he takes nothing for granted. He's humble. I think I could just say he gets it. He just gets it. And, and there's there's going to be, he's going to put in the work to be as good as he's going to be or, or can be. And uh, that's, that's really exciting considering how good he already is. I was in the very corner of the media section and I was closest to the giant group of Blackhawks fans over in the corner of Bridgestone Arena. They were loud. They were immediately loud. But apparently they weren't loud enough to phase Kyle Davidson. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't even hear the cheer. I, was, I think I was just running through my little my script. Um, but it, it's the lead up was was you know so exciting and to be in this position this year with having one in nineteen and and just so many options compared to walking in the day before the draft last year and zero first round picks as a rebuilding team it was it was night and day and so just appreciating uh, where we were and what what we had uh, at our disposal was was exciting and then knowing <laughs> knowing we had a, a chance to draft someone a person and a player like. Connor Bedard, it's a dream come true. It has been a wild year, and not even a year, since last year's NHL draft. Remember, the Blackhawks entered last year's draft with absolutely zero first-round picks. They left with three. They entered this year's draft with two first-round picks, and Kyle Davidson said he wasn't ruling out picking up a third one and also was trying to move up in that first round to maybe pick up a guy, which they ended up doing in Oliver Moore at number 19. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But I do think it's important to reflect on the difference from last year to this year. Yes, there's a huge difference of having no first round picks and having two, including the number one overall. But also, Kyle Davidson was very aggressive last year. 
He traded to get three first-round picks. He dealt away two players that were pretty important on the roster in Alex Dabrinkit and Kirby Doc, and then he also used his salary cap flexibility to gain Peter Morazic, pick up a first-round draft pick from Toronto, and start this rebuild the way he wanted to. This year, it seemed like, at least from what he said, that that same aggression was there. However, the opportunities weren't quite there. Not a bad thing when you've got those two first-round picks in your back pocket. But remember, four second-round picks is what Kyle Davidson has for the second day of the draft. And even though it is a deep draft, with how much he seemed to have been wheeling and dealing in the first day, leads us to believe that there should be more activity in the second day. Not a proclamation, just a very strong possibility. All that being said, a lot worked out very well for the Blackhawks in this draft, and especially here on day one. And that's something that Kyle Davidson is not taking lightly. Yeah, no, it is lucky. That's what it is. It's, it's you know, I, I had no hand in winning the lottery. And, and you know, it, that's that's just luck. And, um, yeah, we're, we're very fortunate. Um, you know, it was very tough to make the decision to move on from uh, Jonathan and Patrick and, and not knowing what was on the other side of that. It was, it was uh, you know, it was not easy. And so, but thought it was the best, uh, best course of action, whether we won the lottery, moved up or not. Uh, luckily we did. And, and, you know, just, it's, uh, again, tough decision, but lucky we won the lottery and, and here we are today. So let's get into the pick in Oliver Moore. He's an American from Minnesota. He's going to be playing at the University of Minnesota, so he's not going to get to the NHL as quickly as Connor Bedard. However, a lot of people were high on this guy. Mike Donaghy of the Blackhawks front office calls him the fastest guy in this draft. But not only that, this is something we've talked about on Blackhawks Live. The Hawks during this rebuild are going for faster players, yes, but not just faster skating-wise. They're going for faster players in terms of decision-making and just overall gameplay. I mean, listen to hear what Mike Donahue had to say more about Oliver Moore. He's got a, a really fast brain. Like his feet, you'll, you guys will see when you get watching him, he can fly. But his brain and his feet are on the same page. He processes the game so well at both ends of the ice. Like he's not, uh, he doesn't cheat to the offensive side of it. He gets a lot of offensive chances because of his speed. But he's very detail-oriented in the defensive zone. So his his brain, where he plays in the lineup, I don't know. Could he be a second-line center? Could he be a third-line center? I don't, we don't know that yet. He's going to be a good player for us for a long time. And then when Oliver Moore got to talk to us, he was very excited. Just one of those typical draft picks that is just grinning from ear to ear, wants us to ask him absolutely everything that we can, which is a nice change of pace. But he talked about how he's really excited to bring his speed to the Blackhawks organization, how he thinks that can separate him from a lot of other talent throughout the league. And he also got to an answer, which we honestly heard a lot of last season, mainly with the players from Rockford. And that's the fact that because the Blackhawks are in a rebuild right now, it's a unique time for the prospects because it is a time for flourishing, but it's also a time to be competitive with your teammates. But everyone sees it as an opportunity for opportunity. It's so exciting. I think, I mean, anytime you get the chance to kind of go into a rebuild like this, what they're trying to do, it's going to be special to be a part of. And I think I can help them out a lot with that. So, I mean, all the young prospects and everything, they all seem like great guys. Just talked to Connor Bedard a little bit, too, and it's really exciting. We're going to end this short podcast with a little insight of Kyle Davidson's video. If you haven't seen it on social media, please take a look at it. 
some guy is walking around the streets of Nashville interviewing random fans just about their general hockey knowledge. Apparently, Kyle Davidson was approached. He originally said, no, sorry, I don't want to do that. I got to go. And then he went back, had to wait in line until he could get asked questions again. I was just walking down uh, Broadway. It was pretty early this morning, so it it wasn't busy at all. And uh, Jeff Greenberg and I were just out for a walk trying to get out of the hotel, get out of those four walls that we've been kind of cooped up in for the last uh, couple days. And uh, they had asked me if I wanted to interview, and I was just like, no, thanks. And I think I made the comment to Jeff. It's like, ah, it's kind of funny. They have no clue who, like, we are, what we do. And I was like, you know what? I'm going back. I'm going to go back. And so I went back, and I had to, it's funny, I had to wait for two people to finish interviewing that were wearing uh, cane and sod jerseys. And so they didn't recognize me either. So, uh, so yeah, it was probably the backwards hat and the freshly shaven face. I don't know. Maybe I look a little younger. One of the questions that was asked during that interview was just to name as many hockey players as you possibly could in 20 seconds. Kyle Davidson did a very good job, but he left out Brian Campbell, which I found ironic and funny because he's kind of his right-hand man during this whole him taking over as general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks, and he was referencing a lot of Blackhawks from the early cup teams, but Kyle Davidson put a little reasoning behind that. I, I actually intentionally left him out. That's funny you said that, and I was, I was thinking back afterwards and assessing my list, and I was like, no soupy, no sharpie, and I was like, mm, might hear, you might hear about that one, but no, that was like the, the most nervous i was when i got the question when it was it was all kind of natural and then they asked me to start rhyming off nhl players and i'm like oh no like if this comes out that they realize what i do and i stumble and can't name players i'm in big trouble so i was like pressure's on i was waiting for him to cut me off like i was like just end it end it end it so yeah it's pretty funny yeah as soon as it cut i just said hey by the way i'm kyle davidson i'm the uh well i just said i'm the gm of the chicago blackhawks and he was just like <laughs> Kind of, I think he just gave me like a sideways look, like, yeah, whatever, buddy. And so uh, um, they probably just looked me up afterwards and, and, and uh, realized it was me. I wasn't lying. So. I'm Joe Brand in Nashville. We'll talk to you soon. Stay tuned to WGN Radio for more updates.